0: Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Clelland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. What's up, everybody? It's Dr. Ryan with the Infinite Living Project. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope you're good. So today we are going to jump into something that's been a little near and dear to my heart recently. Um, It is called homocysteine. Uh, That probably doesn't ring a bell for any of you guys, but I know one thing that a lot of you folks out there have heard before is the story about inflammation. So obviously inflammation is a huge component of almost every chronic disease out there right now, from diabetes, cancer, uh, and, and really importantly, heart disease but they're, they're all linked to inflammation. And so one thing that you can do is, um, one test that you can have added on to make sure that to just, uh, I guess cover your bases with cardiovascular risk is to find your homocysteine levels. Homocysteine levels are found in the blood and they are correlated not with simply inflammation, but actually inflammation of the arterial wall. Um, it's an amino acid. It's made from a common dietary amino acid, methionine, and that will, like I said, it can inflict damage to the inner arterial or inner arterial lining. Sorry, called the endothelium, and contributes to things like cardiovascular disease, uh, stroke, migraines, age-related macular degeneration, hearing loss, brain atrophy, and Alzheimer's. Um, the scary thing is, is most folks when they get a cardiovascular disease. Risk panner panel, um, homocysteine is never on there or rarely on there, and it is such a huge component. Most of the time, we're getting you know medications to uh, most people don't even address inflammation until it's. Until you're way down the line. But uh, the reason it's near and dear to my heart is because mine has been high. Um, In multiple blood tests over the last 12 months, my homocysteine levels have been shown to be high. And obviously, me trying to live an optimal and infinite life, I want to ensure that uh, my arterial inflammation is not high because I don't want to stroke out. I want to be healthy. I want to live a long time. So, The first few things that we always say, you know, you can't supplement a a bad diet. So the first few things that I've had to modify, and those of you that have inflammatory um, issues within the blood vessels, by having high homocysteine. So first off, too, what does that even mean, high homocysteine? So in the medical model or the, uh, let's say, the blood testing model, basically what a lot of folks out there are going to say, anything under 15 is good. And from every functional medicine doctor or true wellness or optimal um, blood testing type of uh, company, they're really looking for something under 10, if not under 8. And I can be brutally honest, my most recent one was it was in the 11 plus range. So obviously that's got me a little concerned. Again, I'm not above that 15, which is great, but I am above that optimal range. So in my eyes, that is way too high. I want to be optimal in every aspect. And this is one number that uh, um, has been high on my blood test for a couple of times now. So what does this mean to me? So one thing that you can have this this high uh, number on your testing is... Um, is from a defect, an actual genetic defect called an MTHFR defect. Um, What is that? Uh, Basically, it's a genetic variant that some of us have, some of us do not have, but it basically prevents us from methylating properly. And um, so that is obviously very important. Methylation is a key component of detoxification of the body, and we want to make sure that we can methylate properly. So some of you folks, if you're showing... um, different numbers that are high or are out of range on your blood test, it could be a methylation defect. And like I said, this is an MTHFR genetic variant um, that some of us may have. I believe up to 40% of the American population may have this defect. And, um, you know, it's obviously very important that we get that tested if we are showing high. And things like homocysteine, um, I actually did the 23 uh, and Me, and that's how I found out that I was that I had the I have one allele, and you can have up to two alleles. The two alleles is going to be like a sixty percent reduction in ability to methylate. I had like forty percent or less, so uh, ability to methylate. So just something to know that never changes. Once you know, you know. Um, so what does that mean? Basically, what that means is. For one, when you take B vitamins, you have to take methylated B vitamins. Um, Most B vitamin companies that are worth a darn out there now, they know to methylate these, um, especially like a methylated B12, which is like a folic acid folate. Um, I would just say always try to find something, whether you know you're an MTHFR defect or not, make sure you get the methylated form of that B vitamin because it's just going to ensure that you're able to assimilate that B vitamin and utilize it properly. So what are some things that we can do um, just eating-wise? Um, we can avoid methionine-rich foods. So methionine, again, is an amino acid. And when you eat too much of it, you can get this, this high homocysteine in your blood, which can, again, cause that inflammatory response within the uh, blood vessels. So things like if you're eating an overconsumption of red meat, and again, when you're always looking at red meat, all, not, all red meat is not created equal but methionine is an amino acid is not a fat. So methionine is in grass fed or, you know, whatever candy fed beef. So, um, you want to, you don't want to just go crazy on steak. That's why honestly, now I am in the eight ounce to 10 ounce range max. I used to be a 16 to 20 ounce steak guy. It is just not good for you. It is absolutely not good for you. You feel you get the meat sweats anyway. So there's really no reason to eat that much. Um, excessive amount of dairy products. So cheeses, milk, things like that. I don't drink milk ever at all. Well, I can't say never, but, uh, I have to, and I eat a chocolate chip cookie made by my wife. But, um, otherwise I try to stay away from milk at all. If at all costs, never do any type of dairy that is non-organic. I would rather just avoid it a hundred percent, but if I'm going to do dairy, I have to do organic dairy. Try to find an A2 beta case in dairy if you can that's a whole nother subject um exercise is very important um i again i believe in high inci- high intensity interval training is some of the best exercise but it's not good all the time and it's not good for all people all the time so you have to make sure that you are um, taking that with stretching different types of movements um you know i think piecing in some sort of um you know, some sort of stretching, some sort of mobility work is vital to being healthy and to make sure that uh, you are, you know, doing the right things exercise wise. And then also uh, you have to decrease alcohol and smoking. Smoking is, I don't even know why people do it anymore, but it's still being done. So that is one thing that, you know, definitely don't want to be doing. And again, you you want to decrease your alcohol consumption as much as possible. Uh, you want to keep a good BMI, or I'm not worried so much about BMI as I am body fat percentage. And again, checking that genetic variant. So what are some other things that we can do if this homocysteine level is high? Well, first you got to know it's high. So ask your doctor to test your homocysteine levels. They may have no idea what you're talking about, which I, it doesn't surprise me, unfortunately. Um, Otherwise, you know, reach out to a functional medicine doctor, somebody that actually knows what homocysteine is and knows what that means. So, some things you can do again: the methylated B vitamins, uh, methylfolate, things like that. Those are going to get in the bloodstream so much better. It's it's been shown to be up to seven hundred percent higher. If you do have an MTHFR defect, folate can actually damage your body. Versus, uh, and I say folate, not methylated folate, but uh, just regular folate uh, that can actually harm you. So. Just food for thought. Uh, another thing is betaine. betaine comes with a lot of um, digestive support products. That actually helps to uh, lower homocysteine concentrations as well. N-acetylcysteine is really good because um, it promotes the formation of cysteine and glutathione from homocysteine, which is always good. Cysteine and glutathione are, are the uh, glutathione especially as the master antioxidant of the body. It is, is by far the, the stud when it comes to um, antioxidants. And so you could do SAMe. SAMe is uh, S-adenosylmethionine, long word, that's why they call it SAMe. And what it does is it promotes the conversion of homocysteine to cysteine, which is then converted to glutathione again. And then that, uh, obviously that is going to lower the homocysteine levels. And then taurine, you know, you'll see some of that taurine stuff out there in, in some of your energy drinks. Do not take energy drinks to get your taurine. There are much, much better ways um, to get that. But uh, it, it has been shown to block the uh, methionine absorption. And that methionine absorption is, again, in your proteins and or your red meats and some of your other type of protein sources. So, again, this is such a big deal because... So many of us, one of the number one killers, the number one killer, if it hasn't, it may have gotten beaten out by cancer now, but it's one of the top three, cardiovascular disease, stroke, heart attacks. And those type of issues, and so if you can find out at, like for me, you know, before the age of forty, that I'm running high in this, and I can start to alter this through exercise and lifestyle changes, um, and then also too just making sure I'm taking key nutrients, which I am doing now, um, and finding out that I do have a bit of a forty percent defect in my MTHFR genetic variant. So these are things that you could be doing right now to find out if you're. Uh, blood vessels are getting inflamed that it, it's basically damaging the arterial walls and you could reduce that if not eliminate that at an earlier age instead of waiting until you have a stroke and then it may already be too late because again, the first signs of a, of a heart attack for over 50% of the population is death. So that's not what you want. So your first heart attack, you die. So you don't get a second chance. And it happens more and more. We are not less stressed. We are more stressed. And so we need to be combating this stress and this inflammation by, with knowledge and with nutrients and with eating properly and living the right lifestyle as best we possibly can. Um, I'm not saying you got to give up having a beer here and there. I'm not saying you got to give up your bourbon fellas, but I am saying, you know, maybe we can, uh, if we can f- know these numbers, we can know what we need to do to decrease them. So I hope this makes sense. If you need more information or, or this raises a bunch of questions, you know, obviously go out and do your own research. Don't take it from me, but, um, you know, if this makes sense to you and you're wanting to know this, we include this on every one of our major panels within our within our uh, office. Main reason being is it is absolutely essential to know these numbers. So um, I hope this helps you. I hope this helps your family. Please share this with anyone and everyone that you know, because I guarantee you, you will know someone right now that has cardiovascular disease or is developing it and they need to know this information 100%. So again, Please do your own research. Don't take it all from me. But I can I can promise you that if they can get this level and many of the other levels that we're going to talk about on this podcast under control now, whether it's at 20, 30, 40, 50, before a huge event happens in their life, like a like a heart attack or a stroke or you know, dementia or some of these crazy things that just destroy and rob us of our lives and our and our uh, just our awesome, you know, the awesome life that God had. Put out here for us, um, you know how great would that be to be able to do that and know that information right away. So, God bless you all. Go get your homocysteine checked. Make sure it's a part of your regular of your regular health panel, your regular uh, optimal living panel, your infinite living panel. And um, you know, God bless you all. I hope you all have an awesome day. And uh, if you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. But uh, again, do your own research. Don't take it from me. But these are some great ways that you can actually. help to prevent stroke, heart attack, and cardiovascular disease for you and your family. So God bless you all, have a great day. This episode of the Infinite Living Project has ended, but be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, Please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day.
1: The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise or supplementation program before taking any medication or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure or prevent any disease or health condition.